Hey, 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 it's me and I'm back. <laughs> and as always, I am excited. I'm excited to be back, you know, to talk with you guys this week. I hope you guys had a great weekend. Um, I had a productive weekend. I, I got a lot of things done and I'm excited for that. But that being said, this week, I really want to talk about social media and our mental health. We often neglect you know, how social media impact our, our well-being, our mental health, and all of that, our emotional, you know, well-being and, you know, mental well-being. We have to neglect all of that. So, guys, welcome. Welcome to this episode. And as you all know, <laughs> as you all know, I am your freaking host, TT. And today I'll be diving deep into the impact of social media on our well-being and exploring strategies for maintaining a healthy relationship with digital platforms. So grab your headphones, grab your cup of coffee, your cup of tea, grab your bag of popcorn, grab your blanket, whatever it is that makes you comfortable and sit back and relax as I dive deep into today's topic. So in today's hyper-connected world, social media has become an integral part of our lives, whether we like it or not. Of course, it offers like great benefit, but also it is important to know and acknowledge that, you know, the impact it can have on our well-being. So let's discuss like how social media can affect us. Social media has the power to influence our mental and emotional well-being in both good and in bad ways. But let's talk about on the positive side. Personally, I feel like I've met people more online than in person because I'm an introverted person. So I tend to like connect with people online than in person. So on a positive side, it allows us to connect with other people, share our experiences and access valuable information meaning that we tend to exchange information we can learn from each other with using um, social media. However, it is also important, essential, to recognize the excessive use, comparison, and exposure, exposure to created content. And this can contribute to feelings of inadequacy, anxiety, and also even loneliness. I feel like, Social media has played a huge part on people's anxiety, loneliness, and even them feeling like feeling like they're not enough. And personally, as somebody who is strong-minded and who would only do things whenever they are ready, I don't feel pressured by social media. I don't care whatever it is that person is doing or this person is doing. As long as I'm not, I'm not like my mind is not ready to do it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm sorry to say that, but as I said earlier in one of my episodes, I don't compare people. I don't, I don't try to see other people in me. I don't expect people to be like me. So just because I have this mind does not mean another person have that mind. Some people they're easily, you know, influenced by whatever it is that is around them and which one one of the things that I'm talking about is social media. Um, social media tends to like 
play a huge role when it comes to these people that tend to like get influenced easily by these things. They they feel like they're not doing enough. That when they even see people who are younger than them doing more than them, then they feel like they're inadequate. Um, they start having anxiety, depression, whatever it is. They feel lonely. And honestly, I would just like to like explore some strategies for maintaining a healthy relationship with social media and you know nurturing our well being. And as always, you know me, I'm always here for being self-aware, self-reflection, and all of that. And for me, I would say the first step, the first step is to be self-aware. Um, it is important to be mindful of how social uh, of how social media affect us personally. And this involves like paying attention to our emotional response. And also looking at the things that trigger us knowing when it's time to step, take a step back. When you're online, surfing on, on the internet, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is, and you're seeing some same things, it's important to see how you respond to those things, how those things make you feel. Do they make you feel like you're not enough? Do they make you feel like you're stupid or dumb? Do they make you feel like you're worthless or whatever it is? When you start feeling this way, just know that it's time for you to stick to take a step back and another another strategy is setting boundaries and that's that that involves you knowing your limit it is important to establish guidelines for how much time we spend on social media and when we engage in it so like for me personally i would Especially during the weekends, if when I'm not, when I'm trying to do things for myself, be productive, my phone is just somewhere. I don't know. And get my phone even be on do not disturb all the time. But does that mean I don't spend time on the internet? Of course, I do spend time on the internet. But when it's time for me to like either unwind or do or be productive with myself and all of that, you can barely find me anywhere. I I honestly don't really you know, indulge in, in things like that. I also give myself time to be like, okay, after spending this much time on the internet, you need, you need to take a break. But a lot of people, guess what? They're online like 24 seven and barely even getting any sleep, which can be detrimental to your mental health, you know? Um, creating designated tech-free zone or specific time of the day for social media can, can help us maintain a healthy balance, which is what I just said now. When it gets to a certain time, I take a step back, I put my phone down, and you know what? <laughs> my friends know that once they text me and I'd be like, is it an emergency? They already know that I'm ready to unwind because they know I'm, I'm about to say, if it's not an emergency, I'll, I'll deal with this tomorrow. That's me ready to stay away from my phone and spend some time with myself and you know just reflect on the day which due to like research and the time i've spent with people is something that a lot of people are lacking they don't know how to separate social media with their lives they don't they don't find it easy to leave their phone and just be in another world where they're just alone in that world and just spending time with yourself I feel like that is one struggle that, that this generation is facing. And 
you know, doing this, having a tag-free zone or like a specific time of the day where you're off social media, it can it can help you maintain a healthy balance. It is crucial to curate our social media feeds mindfully. We can unfollow an account that makes us feel inadequate or trigger negative emotions. Of course, I know like places like Twitter or Instagram, they don't care whatever it is. They bring whatever to your feed, which I feel like even though you try to delete some words to be like you're f- like, you know, taking out this word, this words out. And for some reason, they still find a way to like bring it back to your feed. That's something, the only way we can avoid things like that is to take a break or take a step back from social media because whether I like it or not, you're still putting it to your face. So, but but still, we can still unfollow accounts and do stuff that are, you know, triggering us or, or you know, all of these things. And um, we can also seek out um, content that inspires us educates us promotes positivity you know it could be a podcast it could be a tv show whatever it is you know all of these things that just you know inspires and educate us um you know it's about cultivating a supportive and uplifting digital and environment and i always say something i tell people that other than my note app because my note app is the app i use the most on my phone because I write a lot and you know i can be walking and i just start writing other than that twitter is the next app that i use of course there are nonsense on twitter but i feel like i learn more on twitter than any other places because guess what even though there are stupid things on twitter there's still people who are sharing like their knowledge on twitter and i just take my time to like you know read on the timeline and you know read the threads and all of that i think to learn a lot from twitter so yeah twitter can be crazy but this it can also be educative and um additionally practicing digital detoxes can be immense can be can be so beneficial um that that one i do a lot (laughs) taking periodic breaks from social media allows us to reconnect with ourselves engage in meaningful activities and nourish real life connection um it's a chance to recalibrate our relationship with digital platforms and prioritize our well-being and that's something that i do a lot especially i just mentioned that i love twitter because i learn a lot but guess what i i i know like twitter has what i think 30 days limits to disable your account so what i do is for that 30 days i disable my account i am off i'm off twitter and just just to detox is something that i do you know just to detox and stay away from there and just stay away from online and you know just to spend time with myself and um my loved ones which is i'm not gonna lie is an excellent suggestion because i have actually is something that i practice a lot and it's really been helpful um but let's let's not forget the importance of fostering real life connection one thing as i mentioned is the fact that i tend to like have more connections online than in person so this kind of like you know will be pushing back towards me 
um, social media can sometimes create a sense of false intimacy, but nothing can replace the depth of authenticity of face-to-face -face interactions. Investing time and energy in nurturing our offline relationships can help us maintain a healthy balance and fulfillment in our lives. And I, I agree. I completely agree. Um, we can have people online that we talk to that we connect with all the time, which is nothing wrong with, honestly. I just feel like it's more to like a face-to-face in-person interaction that is that just beats just, you know, having a connection online. Even when we meet on people online, let's talk about a dating app. At some point, we still want to meet them and, you know, see what it would be like in person because being on, online can be so, I don't know, it can make us not really like it can, it can make us create a sense of false intimacy. Let me put it that way. For us, it might look like this is going well, but you have not even spent time in person with, the, with this person to see like how it would be if I was been connecting online is false or not. So I agree to this. It's really important to like, you know, do be, be with somebody in person, spend some time with them, connect with them in person and see how it's going to be like. And you know, one thing that I always talk about is self-compassion. It is important to practice self-compassion and remind ourselves that what we see on social media is often a highlight reel. Comparing our lives to others, carefully created post is a recipe for discontentment. And that's that's what it is. We get we often get like like discontentment and or we often get like not fulfilled or something and when when we're we're comparing our lives with other people we just feel like we're not doing enough and that's what social media does to us and also i think it's a is a mixture of social media and being strong-minded and being self-compassionate with yourself because when you look at at the fact that we're different people our purpose in this life is different and when you also understand that sometimes on social media people just want you to see what they want you to see that they may you may even be a better person you may have a better life than what is than these people that you're feeling bad about but guess what social media has fooled you into thinking that you're lacking but my dear, you are not lacking. And if you feel like you're lacking, what do you do? You don't sit down and, you know, start feeling on. You get up and start working on yourself to make sure that you don't feel like you're lacking anymore. So embracing our, our journey, our own journey, celebrating our achievement and focusing on gratitude can help us cultivate a positive mindset. I've, I've, in my in my episode where I spoke about the gratitude effect, I talked about how being grateful can also can enhance our our daily our life our well being. Like when you're when you practice gratitude and you're thankful for every little thing about you, your life, your achievement, whatever it is, every little thing, like 
it could be you waking up and washing your hair every little thing when when you're when you you're grateful for all of these things you you will not feel pressured by anybody you will not feel like you're not doing enough you will not feel like oh my god you're useless or all of that no when when you're when you're compassionate to yourself when you're grateful for every little thing that you're doing you will be moving at your own pace and not try to move at someone else's pace things don't work like that when you're doing things like that you're messing up your mental health so um as i conclude today's episode i i just want to like encourage you guys you know to to approach social media with intentionality and self-care you know it is about using all this platform as tools for connection inspiration and personal growth while being mindful of your potential impact on our well-being and as i mentioned it has a good and a bad part but the thing is a lot of people are invested into the good part they are missing the bad part they're missing out social media is making them feel worthless and making them feel like they're not doing enough. And, you know, it can be triggering. It can be bad for our mental health, you know, and it's important to be self-aware when you, when you start feeling like this, you look deep into it and be like, what, what, what is it that is making me feel this way? Why is this making me feel this way? You know, just, you know, take a step back, take breaks, follow whatever account, follow accounts that are, you know, uplifting and, you know, all of that. Um, you know, you, you have the power to shape your digital experience. It's your phone. You bought that phone with your money. Why are you letting what you bought control you? You should be the one in control of that. You know, it can be so funny how social media is is in control of our lives when we should be the one to be in control of that because we 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 bought the phone we bought the internet um these people that we're watching there that that are making us feel low of ourselves they're humans like us so why are we going to be having all this you know setbacks feelings anxieties and all of this because of humans like us think about it you have to be in control and don't let people other people or social media be in control of your life it should never be like that it should be the other way around so um i want to say thank you thank you guys you know for listening i hope that this episode helps you know you helps you to like you know navigate social media in a way that promotes your well-being and um and also you know that my favorite thing to always say to you guys is to make sure to stay safe and sane as always it is really important um it's really important for you to like prioritize your mental health your peace of mind your growth and all of that so as always i'm rooting for you guys i hope that you found this discussion on the impact of social media and your well-being and and also the tools and strategies that I that I provided in Lightning. Um, remember that nurturing your well-being in the digital world is 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 essential for a balanced life. 
so thank you guys thank you guys for tuning in and listening as always and as you all know i'm your freaking host and i care about you guys and i love you guys and until next time i hope that you take care of yourself bye-bye